My name is A.J. Dummett. For those of you that don't know, I am the senior pastor here at the Crossroads, and I want to welcome all of our guests that are here today. And I would like to say, just, just take just a moment to everyone who's watching us online. We know most people check us out online, on live stream, before you actually come to a service. So thank you very much for checking us out today, and we look forward to seeing you very soon. For thousands of years, the church has continued to practice, and the practice is called communion. Anybody know what communion is? Alright, so communion is a little uh, mystical to some people because they don't really understand it. But depending on different church traditions, uh, this is sometimes called the Lord's Supper, it's sometimes called communion, or uh, other churches call it the Eucharist. But communion uses bread as a symbol for Jesus' body and wine as a symbol for His blood. I know that it sounds strange, but, uh, you know, you think about sometimes how Christians talk about eating Jesus' body and drinking His blood, and, and that makes us kind of sound like cannibals, but that, that's not true. That's not, we're not cannibals, okay? We're partaking of the body and the blood of the Lord when we partake of communion. And so, you, you might ask, well, Pastor, where did communion come from? If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 11... And you go uh, verses 23 through 26, and you can turn there if you'd like. I'm going to read a few scriptures from there today. Uh, but I just want to share this with you, and I'm not going to be very long. We're getting ready to take communion together. But I wanted to just give you some, some very specific instructions uh, on the... The sound booth in the back, our ushers are going to pick up. There are some instructions for communion. And if you have never taken communion or you're not sure what it's about, you don't know where it's at in the Bible, I want you just to wave your hand and, and, or just kind of signal. You don't even have to wave your hand. Just signal to the usher that you'd like one of those papers, and they will bring you a paper that kind of explains communion and gives you scriptures for it. Uh, maybe you want to take one for a friend. That's fine too. But this is, I want to give you some specific instructions today. In 1 Corinthians, uh, we read in chapter 11, verse 23 says, I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, This is my cup in the New Testament, in my blood, this do as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Now this is important. Jesus started the tradition of communion. It's not, it wasn't started by Peter. It wasn't started by the Pope. It wasn't started by some preacher just, you know, willy-nilly. Jesus actually started communion. Do you know when Jesus started communion? He started communion at Passover. In fact, he asked his disciples to go and make ready Passover for them. And so they went, right, and they go and they find this room and they have use of this room and they go and they uh, are having the Passover supper together, Right? And what does Jesus do? Jesus takes the towel and he girds himself and he, and he goes around and he starts washing their feet, right? He lowers himself, he humbles himself and becomes their servant. So, you know, when you go to a church that nobody's serving and nobody's doing anything, that's not how Jesus intended it. Because he actually gave us the example. That's why we have people in the parking lot today. And that's why we have people at the door. And that's why we, every, every space you go, there's somebody serving you. Why? Because that's Jesus' example. 
We, we show you how much we love you and how much he loves you and how important you are to us by showing you how much we love you through service. How well did we serve you today? Amen? Hopefully we served you well. Why? Because Jesus served. He made himself a servant and he took upon himself the form of that servant of man and he washed people's feet. He washed his disciples' feet and even washed Judas's feet. The one who would betray him. So that kind of throws out all of our excuses as to who we can and can't get along with. So here's what, here's what I want you to take from this. We got Jesus that girds himself, serves, him, serves his disciples, and then he takes communion with them. He has uh, what we call, some people call the Lord's Supper. And so what he does at Passover, they're getting ready to celebrate Passover, and they're celebrating this. This is the Passover meal. Do you know what Passover was all about? Anybody? Real quick, I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version, okay? So Passover was a Jewish feast. It was a Jewish feast, and like, you know, sometimes we have Thanksgiving, right? So Thanksgiving, we eat a lot of turkey and stuff ourselves with stuffing and all kinds of stuff. Why? Because the pilgrims and the Native Americans, they got together and they celebrated and they quit fighting and they had a big feast, right? So we celebrate. That's our Thanksgiving. And so we have a reason why we do that. Okay, Passover was real similar to that. They had a Passover to remember something. And you know what they were remembering at Passover? When they were in Egypt. When they were in Egypt, there was ten plagues or ten tests that the Lord put on the Egyptians. And the tenth one was the, the killing of the, the firstborn child of the Egyptians. Now that sounds horrible, but just go back a few chapters. Pharaoh was killing all the firstborn of the Hebrews. So it's kind of like, hey, you should have left my kids alone, okay? But <laughs> I won't go there. That's for another day and another time, all right? But here's the, here's the message. The, the Passover was a time to remember when they would take a spotless lamb. It had to be a perfect lamb. They would sacrifice the lamb, and then they would take the blood, and they would put the blood on the doorpost, right? And what would happen? The death angel would pass over and would go to the next house. And when the, when the death angel saw the blood, would pass over. So they celebrated this Passover with a feast. And they said, remember when the death angel passes over because of the blood? So what Jesus did was he came and he said, guess what, guys? I'm getting ready to be the perfect spotless lamb that's going to take away the sin of the world. And the way it's going to happen is I'm going to offer myself up. Oh, this is good, right? Passover takes on a whole new meaning because now we can have the death angel. We can have the Passover in our own lives because of Jesus' blood being applied just like it was to Thomas and Sheila and Javon and Stephanie just a few minutes ago. We Come on, somebody. We have the blood of Jesus covering our lives now. And so Jesus said, this is what I want you to do. I'm getting ready to offer myself, and I won't do this again with you until after this is over. And, and we, we remember him by taking of the blood or the, the juice, the wine. We, we partake of this together, and we are remembering his blood that was shed for us. And when we take his body, it's the bread or the wafer. Uh, it's unleavened bread, basically, is what it was. And what they did was that was the body of the Lord. 
And so they were remembering. He said, I want to give you symbols to remember that my body's going to be broken and my blood's going to be shed. And every time you worry about whether or not you're going to have to be judged for eternity, you remember it happened at Passover. Oh, come on now. So today, we are going to partake of communion together. We're going to partake of the body that was broken and the blood that was shed. And what happens when we do that is our hearts, we, we ask God to forgive us. We, we forgive people. We let things go, hopefully. Right? Because if we don't, then we shouldn't partake. You, you shouldn't. And some people say, well, I, I heard that you shouldn't partake if you're not right. Well, you're right. You shouldn't partake if you're not right. And if you're not right and you don't want to get right, please don't take communion. Because you are, you are just bringing all kinds of damnation upon yourself. And you don't want that. But if you sincerely want to please God, and you really want to be right with Him in your heart, you might have trouble being right with somebody else in this room, but you want to be right with God, guess what? When you pray and you ask God to forgive you, He's going to give you the power to forgive that other person. He's going to give you the power to overcome that and let that go. Amen. And then what you do is we take communion and we are remembering his body that was broken, his blood that was shed. And what happens is we then enter into a renewed communion with him and communion with each other. It's a beautiful thing. Amen. Now, that may sound like it's really simple, and it is. It is. It's just that simple. There's nothing profound about it. It's just a symbol for us to remember his body that was broken and his blood that was shed. So as our elders get ready and they start to bring uh, the elements of communion to us today, we have very sanitary, we do it very sanitary here. We have little cups and in the cup is the juice. We are going to drink together. On the top of the cup is a little wafer. You peel back the first layer, the wafer is there. You'll have the cup with the juice. Now what I want you to do is they're going to bring this up here. We are going to come up together and we're going to receive. If you don't listen, I am not putting pressure on you. If you do not feel like you need to partake of communion, please j just stay where you are. You don't have to come up here. We're not going to, nobody's going to look at you funny. We're not going to be like, what's wrong with you? We're not going to do that. Okay? One of the big reasons why we did baptism already is because I want everybody to be ready. I want us to be repentant. I want us, our hearts to be right and in tune with God. And then as we partake of the body, this is the last thing we're doing today. As we partake of the body and the blood of the Lord, this is a special time. Why are we doing it right now? Well, because today's Palm Sunday. Do you know what Palm Sunday is? It's the Sunday before Easter, right? And you're like, I, I knew that. Palm Sunday is the Sunday before Easter, but it's very significant in this regard. Palm Sunday is the, 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 we remember, it may not be the exact day, but we remember the day Jesus made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. They were waving palm branches, throwing their coats in his path. And they were saying, glory, uh, Hosanna. They were worshiping God. They were giving their all. This was a special day. Just a few days later, they were going to yell, crucify him. But today we remember the triumphal entry. We remember the good things. But what we're going to move into right now is that time, that special time that he had with his disciples before he went to the garden. We're going to remember the Lord's Supper together. So this is what I'm going to ask you to do. If you would, let's stand. You can read, you can continue to read 1 Corinthians. I had more that I was going to say, but I'm trying to keep it short for you today.
This is so important. If you have repented of your sins, if you have made things right with God, it does, don't let the devil fool you into thinking, oh, but you messed up a few weeks ago and you're a bad person. You, don't, you shouldn't take communion. Anything that would keep you from taking communion today would keep you from heaven. That should be your signal. Anything that would keep you from taking communion would keep you from heaven. So this is what you need to do. Take a moment and make it right with God. If you're not going to do that here at church, where are you going to do it? This is the atmosphere. This is the time. This is your opportunity. And God's going to move in here in just a special way. I promise you, if you'll just bow your heads, let's pray together. God's going to do something. Lord Jesus, we thank you, God, for this opportunity that we have to receive your body and your blood. Your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed. Lord, none of us are any good on our own. We have nothing to boast of. But God, today, we come to you asking you to forgive us, to make us right, to make us clean and holy before you. If there's anything in our life, God, that would separate us from you, that would separate us from our relationship growing stronger in you, we pray that you'd move on us today. Help us to confess it, to make it right, so that we can move forward and we can partake of communion together today. We want to be right with you. We want to be in communion with you. We want to have relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Now, if you would, just come. They're very simple. Just come, take one. And I want you, if you would, just kind of make room. Stretch all the way across the front here. Make room as far as you can. We're going to try to come as far, as close as we can together. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just wait and we'll all take it together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Parents, if you want to get with your children or your teenagers, hallelujah. Amen. He was trying to prepare them. He was trying to get them ready for what was going to happen. So he told them, he said, my body's going to be broken. My blood's going to be shed. And I'm giving you these symbols so that when you see that happen, you'll know that you can do this together and remember that special time. Every time you do this, you're going to remember that special time. So today, it's a special time for us. We don't take communion. Some churches take communion every week. We, we're not one of those churches. We believe that as often as we do it, we want to make it a serious thing. We want it to be a sacred thing. We want it to be a special thing. So all over this building... There are people holding symbols, pictures for us of the body and the blood of the Lord, which we're going to receive together. Verse 24, and when he had given thanks, I want you to just take just a moment and I want you to say, God, I thank you for your body that was broken for me. Would you do that? Just take a moment in your own words. Say, Lord, I thank you for your body that was broken for me. He said when he had given thanks, he broke the bread and he gave it to them. And he said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Let's partake of his body together. See him on the cross. Right now, just in your mind. Close your eyes if you need to. 
God, I thank you for your body that was broken for me. Lord, you were humiliated. You suffered beyond any what any other human had ever suffered before. And you did that for me. Your body was broken for me. I know it was for the whole world, but today I thank you because it was for me. Even though I didn't deserve it, and I couldn't earn it, I thank you, God. Thank you for suffering. Thank you for dying. Thank you for the pain that you bore for me. And the Scripture says, after the same manner also, He took the cup and after they had taken the bread, He said, this is the cup. This cup is the New Testament in My blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of Me. So today... I want you to thank Him for His blood that was shed for you. We've sung about it all day. Nothing but the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your blood that was shed. Thank you for the stripes that you took on your back. And thank you, God, for the blood that was shed as you were crucified for all of us. Would you take and receive His blood today? Just take a moment. I am By His blood today. I am Holy Ghost Thank you, Lord. And what I thank you for your blood, Jesus. I with, with my God for all time. Jesus, my Savior's alive. Oh yes, I am washed. Take a moment just to thank Him. He's coming soon, folks. Hallelujah, we look forward to that day. I thank You, Lord, for washing us in Your blood today. I am right with my God for all time. Jesus, my Savior, alive. Oh, yes, I am cleansed. Sing it with us. I am washed. I am sanctified. I am Holy Ghost filled and water baptized. I am right with my God for all time. Because Jesus, my Savior's alive. Hallelujah. As we sing, this is glory. I want you just to go with Go pray for somebody. Amen. Go hug somebody's neck and let them know that you love them. Amen. We're in communion together. We're in communion with God. Hallelujah. Amen. His blood has washed us. We're thankful for His blood today. 
thankful why don't you just one more time just thank him right now lord i thank you god for your blood that was shed thank you for your body that was broken thank you that you made a way for us god hallelujah amen you may be seated i'm so thankful for each and every one of you i want to say how thankful that i am uh, this church has been fasting and praying for the last few weeks intensely, intensely. Uh, if you wonder why the devil is fighting harder, it's because we are becoming more intense. Amen. But we're not letting up. Amen. You're, you're, you are victorious in Jesus. Amen. You are victorious in Jesus. Hallelujah. I have even more testimonies that I don't have time to share with you about how God is blessing people financially for their sacrificial giving, and I thank you for that. Uh, I, I've got more that I want to tell you, and I will tell you as soon as I can, but right now, I will wait. 
All right. I do want to make mention of a couple of things. Number one, how many of you have a connection card and you haven't looked at the back yet? If you have one of those, take a look at the back. There's some things on there that you can fill out. You want to know some more about what's going on? You can fill that out. Our service teams, our growth groups, if you want to know more about baptism or membership, amen, we'll get that information to you, and uh, we will pray for you. If you want prayer, put that on the prayer request. We will pray for you this week. If you're a first-time guest, we have a gift for you. Uh, my wife and I would love to just meet with you quickly before you leave. Right back here in the back on my right, your left-hand side, we just want to give you a gift, and thank you for coming. If you would stop by, and I also would like to make mention that back here in the back, if you haven't already noticed, uh, there's a little table. You could see it right sitting right in front of that window it has a few sheets on it those sheets are our fasting and our prayer chain and uh, we would love for you to sign up and fast with us this week take one day this week and fast and then sign up to uh, to pray with us we pray from 6 a.m to midnight on saturday two hour shifts right here at the church and uh, god is doing some great things even the devil's not happy but we don't care what makes the devil happy and what makes him mad it doesn't bother us Amen. We press on. Amen. We press on. Amen. Amen. Brother Dummett is going to come at this time and receive our tithes and offerings.